Hello. Before we start today's episode, if you would like a condensed version of what I'm talking about in this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to The Perfectionist Guide. You can read the entire thing in three minutes or less. To access this, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash newsletter. Are you a bit of a perfectionist, type A, hyper performer? Then you know that having the audacity to see an ideal and bring it into reality while breaking generational habits of hustle can be tough, but it doesn't have to be. If you are ready to burn bright instead of burning out, to lead without losing yourself, and to enjoy the life you have worked so hard to create, then keep listening. I'm your host, America's leader on rewiring perfectionism, CLG, and this is Perfectionism Rewired, the podcast. Welcome to Perfectionism Rewired. Today, we are talking about feelings, about using feelings as fuel and emotional agility. Emotional agility is the ability to feel your emotions but still remain in control. I think one of the huge downfalls in American society is that we were taught not to experience the full range of emotions. It's okay to be happy, it's okay to be excited, but it's not okay to cry, it's not okay to be angry, it's not okay to be sad. The whole thing is fucked, right? Let me give it to you straight. Because if you're not able to feel one side, you can't feel the other. And when you bury something, when you resist something, it just gets stronger and stronger and louder and louder. I think a huge reason why so many successful adults are completely out of touch with their feelings and their emotions is because they are afraid they are going to be overwhelmed by them and that they will not remain in control. When you realize that everything that you do or don't do is because of an emotion, you get a sense of power back. I love to feel in control. And before I knew that my thoughts created my emotions, I thought I was at the whim of what everyone else could feel. Now I teach my clients that they can feel emotions and you actually use emotion and feeling as a tool. Ultimately, how to feel certain and in control. Up until a year ago, I went through life at this rapid pace. I was never pausing to check in with how I was feeling. I was resilient because I thought that I was impermeable and I had no emotions or I let no emotions or feelings inside my bubble. I didn't feel joy because that meant I could be vulnerable and what if it disappeared? Now, as children, we are taught to ignore our emotions and do things anyway because as toddlers, our brain is still developing. So if we feel mad, we're mad, and then we don't want to do anything else. And so our parents and teachers, they force us to do things and make our feelings take second base. But once you become an adult with a fully formed brain, your feelings are actually this tool or this fuel that you can use in your life. I find that there are two types of people, people who they're quote unquote feelers, empaths. They feel everything. These are people who feel things and let their emotions go through them, but 
a lot of the time they are at the whim of their emotions or how other people are feeling around them. They will get stuck a lot of because there is no control. They are letting all of their emotions come into their car and drive the vehicle and they are riding passenger. There's the other type of people, the type of person that I used to be, that don't allow any emotions in. It is a sealed Teflon surface. If you're not accessing your feelings and if you're not tapping into them, It's like if you're driving a car, you're never going to get over 25 miles per hour. For those that are new to this type of work, I want to break down something super simple for you. All of our actions come from the way that we feel. Your feeling is the fuel that drives your action. It's the gas in your gas tank that powers your car. It powers your actions. So if you are feeling powerlessness, you're not gonna be taking action that leads to positive results. An emotion isn't a problem to be solved. It's an experience to be had. All an emotion or feeling really is, is a physical sensation in our bodies. That's it. It's a vibration. And a negative emotion itself can never harm us. The lifespan of an emotion, by the way, is about 90 seconds. Yet many of you are scared of them because we're not taught how to process emotions. We think we're going to get stuck in it forever, but all emotions, good ones, bad ones, they're all fleeting. That's why so many of us keep trying to chase happiness as if it's going to be something that sticks, but it doesn't. Happiness, sadness, all of it comes and goes. And if you can learn to feel it in your body, like I'm having a physical sensation, it's not going to harm you. You're okay. You can take your power back because you are infinitely able to feel whatever emotions life throws at you and be okay. You do not have to be at the mercy of them. And once you stop resisting, the emotions actually pass so much faster. You are strong enough to feel a physical sensation and that you will be okay. A huge part of being okay is understanding the think-feel-act cycle. Your thoughts create your feelings, and your feelings drive your actions. Now, those actions will create results in life. Pay attention to how you are feeling, because how you feel determines your actions and your reactions, and ultimately, all the results you get in life. How much you eat, how much you drink, how much you spend, how much you save, whether or not you are applying for the new job, whether you write the book or you run the marathon or you set goals in the first place, your actions are everything here. Those actions are always fueled by what you are feeling. Feelings are going to come up, so how you handle them is actually much more important than trying to get them to not show up or trying to get out of feeling them. Avoiding is never going to work anyway. Trust me, I tried. We might as well just get really, really good at feeling and managing them. When we resist emotions or feelings, it clouds our brain. It's scientifically proven. We are at least 33% less effective when we are allowing ourselves to get overwhelmed by an emotion. That emotion could be happiness, it could be sadness, it could be anger, whatever it is. Something that I have written down by my desk and that I like to remind my coaching clients of is that when emotions are high, intelligence is low. You can feel 
emotions and you can still go on with your life. I compare it to having a heavy purse. If we're going to a concert, I would prefer to have a crossbody with very few items in it, but I might have a tote with $100 worth of quarters and I'll get used to it being on so much so that I will forget that I have the quarters in there and eventually they will disappear, meaning the feelings that are the quarters in this example will go away. And you just realize that like the quarters aren't in there anymore. Where did it go? That's what happens. That is what it is like to feel your emotions. When you are just feeling it and you're walking around and you're just walking in it, you can choose consciously and intentionally the thought, I can feel anger and still go through my day. What I'm suggesting is that all of these feelings like shame, envy, judgment, frustration, anger, I'm suggesting that they are all okay and they're not negative. They're just emotions. All emotions are okay. The truth is, is that we spend so much time in negative emotion and resisting it that we don't operate in life and do the damn thing. We're not productive. We're not efficient. Productivity and efficiency and discipline all come from the ability to feel negative and still operate because we can feel two things at once. I can be wrapped up in my sweater of shame and I can still do this podcast and I can be with my heavy purse of anger and I can still coach my clients or post something. I can still market my business. I can still do all of these things. I can do everything and operate in life because I'm doing the damn work while feeling shame and loving myself through it. I think it's important to also remember that no one can create your emotions except for you. And once you realize the emotions you want to feel, you have the power to create them and feel them. I was coaching a client this week and she was really upset because her client had given her very direct feedback. Some might say it was inappropriate, but she had said some things that this client felt was very, very hurtful about her. And she was saying that her client was judging her and that she was feeling a lot of judgment. But the only way that you can feel judgment is from your thoughts. You cannot feel the judgment of others. It's impossible because your feelings come from how you think. They don't come from what other people say. People say words. People say words. You get to decide what you make those words mean. You get to decide what you want to think about those words because you can't feel other people's judgment. You can pretend that you do, but you really can't because the only way that you can feel an emotion is based on what we think and no one can control what you think. Do you see how amazing this news is? If the only way you can feel judged is by how you're thinking and your thinking is always optional, you always have a choice. And what you choose to think, people get to say whatever they want to say and that you never have to control them. The only thing you have to do is learn what thoughts you need to think so that you can feel the way you want to feel. That is so empowering. The power lies within you. We think that we just need other people to stop judging us so that we will feel okay, but we don't. We don't have to do that. We don't have to wait for other people to change. We can do it ourselves.
If you're allowing your mind to run around unsupervised and if I'm not consciously telling it what to think or if I'm allowing my day and my results and other people's opinions of me and my bank account or the weather to decide my thinking and feeling, I'm going to fluctuate based on what's happening in life or what drama my brain is drumming up. This will not help you produce consistent results because consistent results come from consistent thinking and a supervised mind. I am teaching all of my clients right now how to allow the emotions that they feel and teaching them to create feelings on purpose, to generate them in their body, and to use emotions to navigate whether they are believing things that serve them or don't. I love Byron Katie's quote that says, when you're believing lies, you'll always feel bad. I can 100% teach you to be onto yourself and 100% I'm going to be on to you and it is going to be humbling and it's also frustrating. But the reward on the other side is absolute pure fucking gold. I just sent this to a client the other day. I said it will be that much more excruciatingly painful to do the thing that you need to do whether that's setting boundaries or allowing yourself to relax. It it's painful to keep repeating the same patterns, but it's also comfortable because it's what you know. And it's going to be hard to break the pattern because your brain is going to freak out if that is what it has been doing the whole time. And it will be harder in the beginning to show up and get coached and to make the decision that you know you need to make, but you're terrified to do and then to do the real work. But that is where I've got you. That is why my client decided it was time to get a one-on-one coach because then you will watch your whole world transform for the better. Sometimes your world might get that much more shitty before it gets better. Just like when you're organizing things, you have to take everything out and it looks like a complete disaster before it looks beautiful. If you're nodding your head yes, listen closely because I might have the solution you've been searching for. My Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator, a six-week, highly individualized, one-on-one coaching experience designed exclusively for perfectionists like you. Your perfectionism is actually your greatest asset and leveraging it can be hard work or take years of guesswork. That's why in Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator, I give you my key frameworks to taking charge of your Ferrari drive, proven to work even for the most type A, high-strung, stubborn perfectionists. In the first 30 days, you will cut your burnout in half, increase your professional fulfillment by at least 150%, and your self-compassion will go up at least 250%, and that is just your first 30 days. So if you want to save yourself years of trial and error, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash accelerator today, or if you want to take the easy way, just click the link in the show notes to check out the perfection Rewired Accelerator.